Welcome to the Fantasy Trash Talk channel, your number one source for hardcore, cash-focused fantasy basketball. We're a channel focused on season-long cash fantasy basketball with two expert hosts who play over $5,000 of their own money. Sit back while we get into the strategy of how to win your league. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Check us out on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. We are on the clock in this Durant build. We're going to punt assists and steals. So I'm going to go ahead and take Kevin Durant to start off this draft. Welcome to Trash Talk Basketball. I'm so excited to be doing this part with you today. Jake, why did we pick assists and steals for building around Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant is really hard to punt around. He's pretty much good at everything. So if you're going to play a punting build, which is what we like to do here at the Trash Talk channel, uh, we just found the the best build to build around him that we think we're going to go for it. I think in the end, it's going to be a soft punt and steals, potentially a soft punt and assist, but we're going to um, see how it goes here. I just, I couldn't think of another punt with him. Maybe you can punt threes with Durant, but that, I mean, that's it. I don't really know what other options we have. So we're going to try it. It does seem like a waste with that power forward eligibility for Durant to punt threes because you're getting so many great out of position stats. One of the cool things about punching steals is it's a category with a pretty high level of variance. So even if you end up hard punching steals, you can still win it most weeks. So you're up in four picks. Who are you trying to pair with Durant in the second round? Let's talk about your selections. So I have my queue set up in uh, with Devin Booker at the top. I just think he is the best value at this spot. He's going to really boost my points, help with both percentages, and... Um, I think he might end up getting a lot of assists, which would kind of mess with the punt assist bill, but that that's okay. We can skip around. And then I think Bridges and Mitchell are two other good potential candidates here. Uh, so we're on the clock here for our second pick. I'm going to skip Booker because I just don't like having two guys on the same team this early in the draft. And I'm going to go for uh, Mikhail Bridges, who I normally wouldn't take this early in the second round, but I think he's a great fit next to Durant. Uh, a big part of that is Durant's um, injury. We're, we're going to talk about that throughout the draft, that Durant is such a high injury risk. He has been throughout the last few years. And Mikhail Bridges as, is the opposite. So now you're kind of able to balance the two. One of the things that's super important when you consider this build is making sure you get enough scoring. Talk us through your thought process on that as you make your third selection. Yeah, so I have some big men up here in my queue. We got Towns, who is going to get you 20 points a game, I think, at the least. He's a, a big injury risk again this year, but I think he'll help you in that scoring department. Um, and then somebody I'm focusing on a little bit later, probably in round four or even hoping he can fall to round five, Jalen Brown and DeMar DeRozan, those two guys. So we're really going to focus on scoring, like you said, for the next few picks here. Uh, and the reason for that is because when you look through the uh, rankings from last season, in this build, you have Brooke Lopez, who gets the biggest bump from the build, and is actually fifth overall in the build, which is incredible for somebody you can get in like the fifth or sixth round. Um, but it's all big men. There's some guys on here who we're not going to draft, you could, like Jarrell Brantley, but we've got Zubots, who you can get probably outside the top 100, Jonas Valanciunas, um, Bobby Portis, Daniel Gafford. These guys are all massive, massive values in this build. So I'm going to go with Towns here. He's at the top of my queue. I'm just going to check to make sure there's nobody else I would really want for this build. Nope. So we're going to take Towns with the third pick. And um, I, at this point in the draft, I like to look at 
the standings. I know this early in the draft, it, it can be a little bit skewed, but we're going to check our percentages. So we're over 50% field goal and close to 90% free throw. That's going to happen when you have Durant, and that's probably going to stay throughout the draft. Yeah, I could totally see that. If you look at some of the players that are high in the Z-score calculation, if you want to navigate over to that, one of the things that you're going to see is that big men highly concentrate. So like Brooke Lopez, Nick Richards, these are players, Thomas Bryant, that are getting massive boosts. Really important when you do this build that you get your scoring, even if you have to skip rounds. We talk about this almost every video, but it's perfectly okay to skip a round of your build and just pick best player available or pick a category that you're going to be uh, a little light in. Guys, if you love fantasy basketball and you want to do mock drafts with us, right now we have five subscribers in Beardman at number one, Stefan at number two, Eunice at number was it five? Yeah. You can tell you can tell there's too many trash talk subscribers on the draft when Joel Embiid goes six. Guys, we love guys, I love you so much. My mother thanks you because Joel Embiid slept with my mother and it was horrible. So I appreciate that. And uh yeah, I think we got is there another yeah, Nav. Nav is picking at uh was that nine? Eight? Eight, eight. yeah, nine. Nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Now I was picking at nine. So yeah, if you want to do mock drafts with us, chat with us on Instagram. Add me at Stream Show. I'll put you in the group chat, and uh, we have a good time. So you're up in two picks. Who are you focusing on at forty-one, Jake? So I'm probably gonna skip around here and also potentially take a, a reach. Uh, I like Jalen Brown a lot in this build. I guess he wouldn't follow me in the next round, most likely based on ADP. So. I'm going to grab him. I think he's going to average 25 points a game so to really boost my scoring. And his one of his biggest efficiencies as a fantasy player is assists. He only averaged three and a half last year. So he fits this build great. He also plays shooting guard, which something we're going to notice as we go along is that uh, we're going to have to focus on finding some point guards because point guards tend to get a lot of assists and we're punting that. So we have to find some. But Brown getting shooting guard eligibility is is great. Yeah, I'll be honest. I would have taken Brunson. So so we're not going to agree on that pick, and that's okay. There's differences of opinions. Um, I think that you can get a lot of scoring from Brunson. I think that you'd get, I don't know, how he fell to 42 for you. You know, Remember, there's also trade value, right? I do agree with you. I think Jalen Brown's going to score a lot of points. But um, I think Brunson is just probably by 10, maybe 15 slots going to be the better player this year. And you could trade Brunson and those valuable assists for maybe some more scoring. I don't think Brown's a bad at all, but if I was on the clock there, I would have gone Brunson. Sure. I also think it's very rare Brunson's going to make it to 42, so like if we're talking about, like this is an early September one, guys, don't forget to like the video and subscribe to the channel. We are releasing uh, more mock drafts. We edit these to make them good and efficient for your time, but also we put a lot of energy into preparing them. It's not just a mock draft video, it's a strategy video. We're talking about punting assist steals and all the little intricacies of the build, we do that for you guys. It's not we just give you a list and then you match the list to the picks. We're not selling that shit over here. Some channels do. They want to act like they're smart. You know, Jake and I have over $5,000 each of our own money in. We're going to be public with our videos this year. You guys are going to be able to see exactly how well we did, how much money we made, or how much money we lost. And we're not hiding behind a paywall. You know, it's all here. Yeah, we're even going to show you our drafts. We're going to record all of our drafts and we're going to post them on the channel. So you're going to see which players we have 
And just based on that, you could probably figure out how well we're doing. Yeah. Last year, 13 out of 14 of my teams made the playoffs. Uh, I think that my worst draft was still an A-plus draft. I only won two leagues, um, cashed, I think, five times total. I need to look that up. I was totally, I was altogether about 15% profit, which I consider a bad year. I would be looking, if I played 14 leagues, to win four or five leagues to feel like that was a good year. Um, unfortunately, I had a lot of jokers. I had five jokers. I believe I had six Tyrese Halliburton's last year. And both of those guys got benched really heavily in the fantasy playoffs. And that cost me some rings. Sure did. I don't anticipate the benchings being as bad this year. And not only that, we're going to be playing in leagues that have earlier playoffs to make sure that doesn't happen again. So you're up in five picks, Jake. Let's talk about this 56 pick. So I'm tempted again to go after scoring. Uh, I do think I have a lot of scoring for this team, even having only made four picks. Everybody else has made five. We're right in the middle, or some teams have made five. We're right in the middle of the pack there. So I think we're okay, but again, scoring tends to dry up the later on in the drafts we go. So I'm still probably going to try and grab some here, although my guy Zach Levine was just taken at the fifth pick in this round. So maybe we're going to have to pivot back to... Uh, grabbing a big man. Brooke Lopez is the fifth-ranked player in this build. I don't think he's going to fall to me in the sixth round. His ADP is 57, and I would be picking at 65, so it's very unlikely that he would fall to me in the next round. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and grab the fifth-best player in this build with the fifth-round pick. And so you're going to be selecting Brooke Lopez. See? All right, so we're going to take Brooke Lopez with pick 56, hoping that one of Tyrese Maxey, Derek White, or Bradley Beal falls to me in the next pick, which would be pick 65. That might be the end. I, I haven't looked through it exactly, but that might be the end of the point guards who I would prefer to have as my number one point guard on this team. So if one of those guys don't fall, we're going to have to really, um, <laughs> we're going to have to figure out who fits the build after that. Beard man looking at some of these teams is hard punting. Uh, he's got a Joker, Jimmy Butler, DeJounte Murray, Nick Claxton, Jarrett Allen, building a really, really strong field goal percentage, really bad free throw percentage team that probably also ends up being a puck three and maybe even a salt puck points. You know, we love that over here. Make sure you like and subscribe because at some point I'm going to drop the auction video of my ultimate points threes free throw percentage build, which I think is overpowered this year. We'll probably show you rain centerless auction build and then whatever Jake's right. favorite auction build is. I don't know if you have... Do you have a favorite build for auction this year yet? Um, I've never had a favorite build for auction. My favorite build in auction is, I guess, best player available, best best value of, available. Try and get guys who I think are, are value and then build my team around that. Very nice. It's a good strategy. It definitely works. So Tyrese Maxey comes off the board. There's three more picks until me, Derek White's, ADP is 71, so there's a pretty high chance he falls to me, but ADP at this time of year is all over the place, so we'll see if that happens. My my backup is going to be Michael Porter Jr. He's incredible in a punt assist steals build, so he hopefully one of those two guys falls to me here. All right, we're on the clock. It is time for some Derek White. I know he does get assists, which... But you don't have to, players don't have to fit your build perfectly. He's an incredible blocks player for a point guard. 
And I think now that he's the starting point guard in Boston, he's going to score a little bit more. So uh, we're going to take him with our sixth pick in this build. And again, we don't always agree. I would probably go Michael Porter Jr. here. Um, he get he gets such a boost for three points made. And uh, I think that some of the other players that you're going to be able to get in later rounds, um, you're going to be able to get blocks. You're going to be able to get rebounds pretty easily. But the scoring in the threes are going to be tough. And I think Michael Porter Jr. fits what you're doing. Last year, you know, he was... Yeah, I can fill it up. He was 25th in this build. Yeah. Derek White, that's 55th. I think I think that I would go MPJ there. Now, I will say MPJ is a glass cannon. You do not expect him to uh, play a lot of games. But let's throw another point out. Right now, Michael Porter Jr.'s average draft position, his ADP, is sitting at 76.4, and your next pick is 80. There's a chance. I, I don't know what that percentage is. But there's a very good chance Michael Porter Jr. falls to 80. And, you know, when you're building your draft out, you don't have to, you can't win your league at the draft. You can lose your league at the draft. But you always have a decision, do I go for a high ceiling or do I go for a low floor? So if you let Michael Porter Jr. go another round and there's still a decent chance, like 3 out of 10, that you get Michael Porter Jr. at 80, he goes from a good pick at, what were you at there, like 60... He goes from a good pick at 65th yeah. to an amazing pick at 80. So we'll see if he falls to you. You know, there's definitely some owners that are going to be scared off by his injury history. He's got one of the worst backs in fantasy basketball. So we'll see. And I do think there is a little bit more scoring later on. We're moving on to the next round here. Uh, I so I threw a bunch of guys on my queue there. I got added Buddy Heald, Shaden Sharp. It's probably going to be a high score. Kuzma, Clay Thompson, Gary Trent. There's still some guys, and if I load up on two or three of those in the next few rounds, I can make up for the lack of scoring from Brook Lopez and Derek White. If we look at our standings, uh, we're you're right. So we're, we're pretty low in points now. So we're going to have to make up points and we're middle of the pack and rebounding but that's not going to be an issue once we go later in the draft we grab those big rebound guys near the top in blocks but that's because Brook Lopez was crazy in blocks last year uh, this build is always going to be very good in turnovers because we're going to be really low in assists so I think we're looking pretty good middle of the pack in threes and really high in both percentages yeah, and this is all about optimization, guys. We are in early September. We will have all our builds, our lists, and our sheets finished probably in about, my guess would be two to three weeks. There's still some potential trade information that could happen. So learn with us, play with us, grow with us. Remember, fantasy basketball, it is not binary, right? There's no right or wrong answer. It exists in a state of flux because you have multiple humans playing and making decisions. Your league could be different. By the way, Michael Porter Jr. is still on the board with two picks left, Jake. You have the opportunity you have the opportunity for a smash pick here. Um, one of the things to consider is knowing your league mates, knowing the players you're playing against. We already pointed out that there was one... Um, there We already pointed out that there was one team that was punting points. So when you have a team that's punting points, that means that they're not going to make the pick for Michael Porter Jr. 
if you're looking oh well i pick in six picks and you know that one of the guys in the middle is 20 points that means you only have to have michael porter jr survive four more picks yeah because the guy's 20 points isn't gonna pick all right you're on the clock well he fell to me so this is a pretty easy pick michael porter jr in the seventh round and that gives me another guy i think we said he was 25th in the build yeah 25th in the build another guy who's going to average 15 to 18 points and is going to be really good in percentages so this this team is looking incredible um 50 field goal and 85 percent free throw and that's what you want to do when you draft Durant. you're also the number five scoring team and the number two three points made team right now which is really strong and you have the ability to be flexible here. Now, let's see. You have Trey Murphy still out there, and you have Clay Thompson still out there. What are you thinking about with your 90th pick for this build? Well, there's also Buddy Heald who's still out there. I was listening to a podcast about the Pacers this year, and they're talking about starting Matherin and bringing Heald off the bench. I think that's a mistake for their team generally because uh, Halliburton and Heald were one of the best duos in terms of assists created for three-point shots in the league. I think they actually were number one. Um, but that that might hurt Heald's draft stock or his value this year a little bit. But he's been generally really healthy throughout his career. So I, I would like to pick him in this slot. I think he's a better fantasy player than Clay Thompson. And uh, maybe Trey Murphy, I'd probably take over him. So you pointing out Trey Murphy, he just he keep, seems to fall through the cracks now. Because his X rank is two forty four. Yeah. I mean if it was me if it was me personally, I would definitely be going Trey Murphy here. I'll give you my buddy Guild analysis. You know, the Indiana Pacers tanked last year for a chance at Victor Wimanyama. I don't think they're gonna be doing that again this year. They gave over twenty million dollars to Bruce Brown on a one year deal. I expect them to play Bruce Brown, who they just paid twenty million dollars. I expect them to try to compete. Bruce Brown is a win now role player. They have a lot of draft capital in Mather, and they like what he does. Buddy Heald was the beneficiary of not being good enough at basketball to get benched last year, and he got a lot of volume. I don't think he replicates what he did last year in most scenarios. I'm not saying it's impossible. You're on the clock with 10 seconds left. It looks like you're going to pick Trey Murphy. Yeah, I'm going I'm to have to take my guy Trey Murphy. Um, I think in later videos I'm going to talk about why I love Trey Murphy so much. I don't think we're there yet, but I'm going to take him here with the eighth pick and now we can look at some standings we're still third in field goals and second in free throws we're also second in threes and right in the middle of the pack in points and still at the top in blocks so this team's actually looking really really good i think for the rest of the draft we're gonna have to focus on some rebounding and i'm a little bit worried now because some of the guys who i was targeting um, Jakob Pertl, Gafford, Okong Wu, all, all those big men who tend to go in like rounds 9, 10, and 11 have been pushed up in this draft to rounds 8 and 9, so or 7 and 8. So we'll see if I can grab some of my backup plans, like I have Jalen Duran here, Zubats, Bobby Portis. Those guys probably end up falling to me, and I can shore up some rebounding, but I'm a little bit worried. I would say don't sleep on Tobias Harris in your build either. Last year, Tobias Harris was 47, punting assists and steals. And right now, the Philadelphia 76ers are in flux. We don't know what's going to happen with James Harden. There's also a scenario where the Sixers blow it up and they try to trade Tobias Harris away. 
and he goes to a team where he returns back to kind of that Clippers role. And he's more of a two or a three option instead of the fourth option that he was at Water last year. Definitely keep an eye on Tobias Harris if I'm looking at this. I think there's options out there for you from a rebounding perspective. We, I'm sure Bobby Portis is still out there. John Collins is still out there. Yeah, he did. He did really well last year. Oh, Jalen Durham yeah. was taken, and Mark Williams. Those guys were just taken. And this is the sharp group. We got subscribers in the group. These guys yeah, know where they're doing. Mark Williams is going in the eighth round. Here is probably where I expect him to go once we get to some real drafts. Uh, but he's his ADP has been like 130 or something. So this this is high for him right now. I'll throw another one out here if we're talking about this build. You know, Rashad Holmes did not have a good year last year. He was out of the rotation for the Sacramento Kings, playing behind Juanis Spottis. But looking at what the Dallas Mavericks have, I would think Rashad Holmes is their best center, and he's a really good lob threat. From a fantasy perspective, Holmes is amazing for this build because while he doesn't give you any assists or steals, he's elite in both percentages, and he doesn't turn the ball over. So Rashawn Holmes, you could probably get him with your 10th or 11th pick as well. I don't think that you have to get it now, but that's another safety name where you're taking gambles late in and for at. Who are you targeting with your next pick as we are now four picks away? Yeah, we're getting close. I, I think Kuzma might be my biggest target here. Let's let's see before we do that what he was in the build last year, 137. So he wasn't very good, but he does get a little bit of a boost from it, and he really shores up my points and rebounds and I, I think this year Harris doesn't oh man I would I would go Tobias Harris over Kuzma sure Tobias Harris game much, much better in this build but fewer points I guess my team is pretty solid in points no but he was it was fewer points with the Sixers fully attached do you what are the odds that you think the Sixers are going to keep their roster going into the rest of the season that's the question that you have to ask yourself and you are on the clock so we're going to see Jake make the decision well, I don't have to make the decision at all because Kuzma and Harris were both taken just before my pick. So I, I can't make that decision. Um, and what happened to... Okay, so I think I'm going to go with a little bit of upside in this pick. I'm going to take Shade and Sharp, kind of going a little bit away from what I've been doing this draft. I, I don't think he's going to be much of a passer, but I think there's a chance he averages... 17, 18, close to 20 points, um, and shoots a lot of threes. He's just got crazy upside, but we have no idea what he's going to be like this year. So with the ninth pick in this build, I, I don't know. Let's see. We'll see how it works out. A few moments later. So skipping to the end of the draft, let's take a look at the team that you ended up with. How do you feel about this roster? So we finished in overall totals and the total points if it were a roto league we'd finish in around third or fourth um actually pretty close to second but the reason that's skewed is because we managed to finish last in assists by a pretty significant margin and last in steals by a pretty significant margin so it was a really really successful punt and whenever you're punting assists you want to be good in turnovers so uh, we got as about the fourth or fifth best team in turnovers knowing that this is average stats from last year so some teams have rookies who aren't have, didn't have any turnovers last year, so that's going to affect the rankings. Uh, we managed to finish right near the top in three-pointers made, but my favorite part of this build is that we are fourth in field goal percentage, pushing third, and second in free throw percentage. So just like we talked about with the SGA build, if you can be good in both percentages, you can dominate teams. You can finish uh, some weeks where you win 7-2, 
with this build, 8-1 or 9-0 is going to be really tough because we're so bad in assist and steals. But that 7-2 magical number, we get hit that a lot. And uh, what, what do we call it? We're, we're punting losses. We're, we're trying to get that buy. Yeah, I love it. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this video. In the comment section, tell us what picks you would have made. Don't forget to like and subscribe. As always, drink the blood of your enemies, crush the souls of your friends. Fantasy Trash Talk, out.